Welcome to Balance Your Life, a podcast designed to motivate you to begin and maintain your health and wellness journey. My name is Megan Farrell. I'm the creator of the Balance by Megan brand, host of this podcast, yoga enthusiast and teacher, motivational and lifestyle speaker, and blogger. I love inspiring and empowering others to live a more positive, successful, healthier, and happier lifestyle. If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Balance Your Life Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Farrell. Today's podcast interview is absolutely killing it on Instagram with her online tutorial. I am so excited to have her joining me today from Michigan. But before we dive into the interview, a quick announcement about the upcoming retreat to Costa Rica. Are you an entrepreneur in the yoga and wellness space looking to grow your business and live your dream life? Are you a yoga teacher, registered massage therapist, Reiki practitioner, life coach, or wellness advocate looking to impact more people and make money doing what you love? Join Amanda Kingsmith and I at the beautiful Bodhi Tree Resort in Nazara, Costa Rica this November. This retreat includes seven-day all-inclusive accommodation, three healthy meals, daily yoga and meditation, and business workshops focused on finding your niche, discovering your ideal client, learning how to market to them, and creating signature offerings that light you up. This retreat also includes a waterfall excursion, beach days, a ton of downtime, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals. Sounds like a ton of fun, right? I hope you will be joining us down there. If you'd like any more information, it will be in the show notes, and I look forward to meeting you in paradise in November this year. This episode of the podcast has been brought to you by Fabletics. Fabletics is a clothing company that inspires you to stay active by providing high-quality clothing with prices you can feel good about. You guys know how much I am obsessed with this brand, how much I love their clothing. I wear it all the time. I practically live in the clothes, and honestly, I don't even know what jeans are these days. <laughs> Here's a trick. Sign up for the VIB package to get your two leggings for $24, and then each month, I skip the month and wait for their sales to come on. I've gotten amazing yoga outfits for $5 a piece, so a total of $15 for an entire outfit. It's super insane, and the quality of these clothes are top-notch. So follow the link in the show notes below for your deal and get two leggings for $24. That's two leggings for $24. Two badass leggings for $24. Now, here's Mary. With me today, I have Mary Oshner, who is a yoga instructor an online yoga business owner, and she runs tutorials on Instagram. Welcome to the show, Mary. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor to be here, girl. Thank you. So where are you joining us from today? I am from Michigan, so the, the northern part of the United States, if you have any international listeners, um, but thankfully, we are getting into like the beautiful season here, and it is a sunny, gorgeous day today, so I'm happy about it. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember how, I know we connected over social media, and I think it was something to do with, you were like, on a beach somewhere and I was like wow like you live in the most beautiful place and you were like no I'm from Michigan it's really <laughs> cold here yeah that's I think you're right I think it was when we spent some time this past winter in Florida so it was just nice to kind of escape the cold weather because it gets very cold and very icy here and kind of yeah escape to the beach for a little bit so yeah maybe someday that will be my home but until then <laughs> So I'm from just outside of Toronto, so I get the cold weather, and every time the cold comes around, 
you guys have a chance to escape it. We're like, okay, we can go like four hours south and it's maybe a degree warmer down here. At least you guys get right. the first. <laughs> like, come on, Canada. We just need one solid tropical island. Right. Seriously, <laughs> that would be awesome. So I want to dive right into your yoga journey because you're doing so much. Um, your Instagram is insane. And I just want to get right into how you started on this journey, what you're doing now, and what's in store for you going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I started yoga, I think it was about seven years ago now. And I first started, I was working this crazy job that had a crazy schedule. And I was so stressed out on a regular basis. And I kind of didn't even realize how stressed I was until I took my first yoga class. And the teacher, you know, it was, it was just a beginner community class and, you know, very basic stuff. And she was just like, you know, take a deep breath, like relax the body, like notice if you're feeling tightness and see if you can soften. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I did not even realize. Yeah. I'm like, why am I so tense all the time? And so that's what kind of hooked me from the very beginning. Um, so I started taking more classes, becoming more familiar with the poses. When I first started, like, I didn't know what a downward dog was. I didn't, chaturanga, chata what? Like, I didn't know anything. Constantly looking around at people, like, <laughs> okay, what does this mean? Where do I put my hands and feet here? Like, I, I knew nothing. And so I just started taking more classes, kind of becoming a little bit more familiar with how this works. I used to be, like, when I was growing up, I was a dancer. I did cheerleading in high school. So I kind of had that a little bit of flexibility, a little bit, you know, a little bit of gymnastic stuff. So, you know, I could somewhat get myself into these shapes, but it was a whole new world of like connecting the mind, the body, the spirit, like connecting the breath with the movement. That was all so new to me. And I just got hooked, man. I was like, this is awesome. I never even knew I was so stressed out. And this is like helping me connect deeper to myself. It's helping me in my relationships with my husband, well, boyfriend at the time, but husband now and like my coworkers. And I'm just like, not as reactive as I was before. And I'm just like, okay, this is awesome. And so from there, I, again, just started taking more classes now at studios and like just checking out different places. Like whose yoga class do I like? Who do I kind of resonate with? And, um, and then went on a yoga retreat with one of my favorite yoga teachers in the whole wide world, Rachel Brayton or a yoga girl on Instagram. And if you don't follow her immediately go to your phone and follow her. Like she's the freaking best. And so I went to her yoga retreat with a couple girlfriends and that was like an eye opening experience for me. And that was where I was surrounded with people who loved yoga, who, who valued that connection with themselves, who honored the people around them you know, who were, were just like fun, loving, good people. And this daily yoga practice that we were doing there, we were doing morning or yoga in the morning, yoga in the evening. It was incredible. And I was like, this is a lifestyle. Like this is so much more than just signing up and going to a regular yoga class. Like this can be a lifestyle. And look at this woman. She's teaching these retreats in Aruba in the most beautiful place in the world. And that's her living. Like Okay, so like that's what kind of started getting the wheels turning. And so then, you know, kind of shrinking the story, this is all happening like over years, you know, mind you. So like that, the retreat was back in like 2013, you know. So I'm working a full time job. Um, I switched jobs from that crazy stressful one into a much better job. And I loved it. Like it was just, it was a great place to work. It gave me the freedom to um, save money, sign up for yoga teacher training, you know, so I did my training. I was like, you know what, I'm going to become a yoga teacher. I really love this. I want to devote more time to it. And I was able to go through the training that was in or 2016 um, when I graduated from there. So a few years ago, and I was also just kind of like, again, this is that time when like Instagram is starting to blow up and like the social media and like online things are just blowing up and becoming much more prominent. And I'm kind of like, okay, how can I connect these two? Like, how can I make this my life? You know, that was my ultimate goal. I want to create, I want to be a yoga teacher. I want to be a yoga teacher online so I can teach people all over. You know, I teach yoga locally as well, but I really was fascinated by this online space. And then this past year, this, so last summer, I decided I, you know, 
again, long time coming planned, kind of figured out what I wanted to do. And that's when I decided to like take that plunge and I saved up a bunch of money and, you know, talked to my husband about it. Like, okay, I think I want to do this. And he's like, you go girl, like, let's do it. Now's the better time than ever. And so I quit my job to create an online yoga business. And my first kind of step in that direction was to create an audience around yoga tutorials. So I started every day, I would post an Instagram yoga tutorial, teaching some little piece of yoga, and just talking to the people, asking questions to the people who would comment or any DMs I got. And just from there, it just started to grow and grow and grow. And then, you know, when people say like, I don't know if you've ever heard this quote before, but like, once you decide, like the universe will put things into place. And believe that or don't believe it, that's up to you. But I can speak from experience, you know, shortly after I quit my job, next thing I knew, I got a message from a couple app developers who are like, Hey girl, have you ever thought about making a yoga app? And I was like, okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Let's keep chatting. And so again, this business sort of evolved where I was like, okay, I can do stuff on Instagram. I can like, you know, there's different ways to sort of create a business in that area. Or it's like, you can create this app or you can have a website, you know, there's all these options. And so I just sort of let the path happen and like just kind of go with the opportunities that were presenting themselves. And that's where we are today. And so, you know, now it's like I continue to post those Instagram tutorials and try to continue and cultivate this insanely awesome community that we have there. Like it's just, it blows my mind and, and it's so rewarding to like get messages from people that are like, I never thought I could do yoga before. And then I started doing your hips, you know, yoga for hips videos. And now I, you know, I'm feeling much more flexible or like some people say like, Oh my gosh, I do your morning yoga every single day. Like it just helps me kind of wake up my body for the day. And I'm like, yes, like this is so (laughs) incredible. Like this is what I'm trying to do is just get more people practicing yoga and helping to break down those barriers that are preventing people from getting started. Because I think a lot of people you know, and again, this, I, I can only speak to like the people I interact with, but it sounds like to me, a lot of people want to get started and they're just like unsure of where to start. Or they're like, you know what? I can't do that handstand thing or I can't bend like that. And so that's where I'm here to say like, you don't need to bend yourself in half to do yoga. You can, you can start exactly where you are and just find your personal edge learn how to be present in the body, whether you're folded in half or not even close to folded in half and just experience that and, and see where it takes you. And so it's been really freaking awesome to just kind of combine like something that I love so much and then trying to build, you know, a, a business around that in a, in a way that makes sense can still help people. Cause that's my ultimate goal. I want more people doing yoga cause it helped me in more ways than I can even put into words. And so if I can share that with as many people as possible, that makes me, you know, so happy. I love that. I was like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, just like, oh my God, like I'm resonating so much with all of this. Um, and I was quickly just making notes as we were talking, cause there's so much gold in what you just said. Um, and I just want to start off with the fact that you did a retreat before yoga teacher training and it's something that at least I hear a little bit of is people kind of get that the other way around they think they have to be a yoga teacher before they can do a retreat and I'm trying to get across like a retreat is not first of all we're not doing eight hours of yoga a day that's not the purpose of a retreat and I think that's what people think it is so they think well I have to be a yoga teacher to be able to do yoga all day, every day. So I can't do a retreat first, but you did a retreat before you did your training. Absolutely. Yeah. I would actually say it should be the opposite. Yoga teacher training is an incredible experience, but it's deep. Mm -hmm. You know, when someone's like, Oh, I just started yoga last month. I think I want to become a teacher. I'm like, Hmm, maybe, you know, everyone's path's a little bit different, Mm -hmm. but to become a yoga teacher is a very deep process physically, you know, cause you're, you're studying these poses, you're learning these physical shapes to make with the body. You're learning how to guide others and every body is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also going deep 
mentally, spiritually into you're unraveling these things that you didn't even know you had raveled. And it's, it's a lot, it's a lot in a good way. It's very transformative. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas the retreat is, I mean, it's fun. The yoga retreat is fun. You're connecting with other people from all over the world generally, because people can come from anywhere. You're, you know, no, you're not doing eight hours of yoga. I couldn't do eight hours of yoga. I would die if I did that. It's like, you know, you do yoga in the morning for the one I went on, yoga in the morning, yoga in the evening. Um, you're connecting with these other people. You're meeting people from all over the world that have different experiences. You're building these deep friendships because you're spending all this time together doing yoga, doing activities, journaling together, you know, whatever the, the retreat has. And it's, it's fun. Like it's so fun. You go deep, but it's, it's not, it's very, very, very different than a teacher training program. Mm -hmm. You know, you learn a lot because you're kind of immersed in it. You know, it's like, what are, you know, it's just like the, you know, when I think of like, what's my dream day, it's like more yoga in the morning, drinking smoothies, hanging out with fun people, laying on the beach, yoga in the evening, like a good night's sleep. It's, and that's, that's what it is. And it's so fun. And um, I would, yeah, I would almost insist that, like, I would say like, go to a retreat, see how this feels before you decide to become a teacher. And you'll see too, like, again, the one that I went to, it was a range of students. You know, I was on by far on the less experienced end of people that went there and it was fine. It was better that way because now I'm working with people who I'm like, okay, you're doing this, like, help me. How do I get there? And so people are like helping me make these breakthroughs because they have done it already. They can, you know, do headstands and they can do handstands and these, you know, fun advanced things that I wanted to learn, but kind of didn't even know how to start. So being someone who was a little less experienced when I did that, um, it's, it was wonderful. Yeah. You do not need to be like a excellent yoga person to, to go to a yoga retreat. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. It's just, you, you like want to shake it into people's head. Like you don't have to be able to do handstand to do these retreats. I mean, there are some yoga teachers who will never do a handstand. It's not in their practice. It's, they're not, it's just not going to happen for them. It doesn't make mm-hmm. them any less of a yogi. Oh yeah. And yeah. The retreat part, it's just in my mind, you go to these retreats because you want to rest, you want to rejuvenate, you want to relax, and you want to do some yoga and hang around like-minded people. There's nothing Mm -hmm. better than being in a group of yogis and just talking to each other. It's magic. And it's, it's really fun because again, in your normal life for most of us, you know, I'm, I have, I have yoga friends, but a lot of my friends don't even practice yoga. So Mm -hmm. it's not like I can have these deep conversations with them about it because they don't care. Just like I don't care about some of the things, you know, they're super into. It's just like, that's not each other's passions, which is totally fine. But it's so fun to spend that time with people who get yoga, who can talk on and on and on about yoga stuff that you know, it's like, my husband's like, please stop. Like, I don't want to talk about yoga anymore. You know, that's like not his thing or whatever. So it's, yeah, it's totally, um, it's very powerful and it's fun to connect. Like the people that I met on that retreat, I still stay in touch with a lot of them. Like, how cool is that? That was so many years ago. And you know, the internet, social media helps us connect to these people better than we ever could before. So yeah, it's a powerful, you and powerful. I are connecting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. So, and we don't have to spend a lot of time here, but for a purely selfish reason, um, I had the opportunity to practice with Rachel Brayton, but I haven't done a retreat with her. What was it like? Incredible. It's like <laughs> meeting a celebrity. <laughs> I just love her so much. She's so wise. She's like a year older than me. I'm like, how on earth are you so wise? Like yeah. at my age, you know, she's, she's remarkable. And, you know, energy is contagious. Mm-hmm. And that goes for Rachel. That goes for you. That goes for me. That goes for anyone listening to this. Like your energy that you put out is contagious to other people. And like you said, when you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, or when I was, you know, spending that time you know, in Aruba with Rachel, it's like, you feel that those vibes, you feel that energy and it shifts you. It really shifts you. And it was a powerful, fun, 
you know, experience. She's, she's an awesome person and I'm so thankful. I can't wait to go back. Like I can't wait to go back and, you know, practice at Island Yoga. I can't wait to go on another retreat with her. I mean, she's a remarkable person and yeah, I love her. We'll do a separate podcast and we'll just talk about a Rachel Brayton. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> Fan girl club. <laughs> so, right. I know when I met her, I was like, Hey, my husband always jokes because there was a picture of the two of us. And he's like, I'm not sure if you look happier on our wedding day or when you met Rachel. <laughs> Seriously. She's, she's magic, man. I know. <laughs> so you did your retreat and then three years later you did your yoga teacher training. Did you go into, into your teacher training with any sort of idea of what was going to come from it or were you strictly like, I just want to teach? I definitely knew. So after the retreat, like I said, that's where I kind of planted the seed. Like this could become a much bigger piece of my life. How is that going to happen? I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Um, but I knew, you know, after practicing then for those next few years, I knew that I wanted to teach. And Mm so I just started you know, reaching out to a couple different local studios. I didn't want to do, or I wasn't in a good position to do like an extended retreat somewhere, like a destination. I think that'd be incredible if you could swing that, but it just wasn't realistic for me. Like I needed to go to work. I, <laughs> I needed to, you know, do a thing on the weekends. And so I, I checked out some local um, teacher trainer programs and kind of figured out like, okay, which style do I want to learn? Like what, um, what schedule works well with my schedule and the timing of that. And so, you know, I, I landed on a program and uh, it was an Iyengar based program. So very um, alignment based. And I figured, you know, my logic at that point was like, I want to learn these fundamentals, these alignment fundamentals. And then I can grow from there because I teach a vinyasa style class and you can learn vinyasa after you learn those fundamentals. Like there's no, and that's kind of a good thing that I should, I should point out as well is there, there's no right or wrong. You're going to learn all these yoga things one way or the other. And it doesn't necessarily matter, I guess, the order that you learn them in. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wanted that foundation, that alignment, so I could really break down and understand the fundamentals of each pose. And then from there, you can start to get creative and you can start to sequence them a little bit differently and still hold on to those um, alignment principles in a vinyasa style class more of like a freestyle flow class. So, um, yeah, so I, I knew I wanted to be a teacher and I just, it was a much deeper experience than I even realized, you know, even within myself and that kind of, you know, going through that process sort of unraveled, like, yes, this is what I want more of. Like, I want to do more of this. I want to share this with other people, as many people as I can. And so then from there, it's like, that's when I just started to try to share that, you know, try to say, I said yes to anyone who was like, Hey, you want to teach yoga? I was like, yes, absolutely. Tell me when and I'll be there. Like I was saying yes to everything and, or as much as I could, you know, because again, I was still teach or working full time. So, you know, I was just doing anything I could, I could scrap up in the evenings and it was perfect. It just kind of, you know, I got my feet wet with it and learned and, you know, you have to go through those first very... <laughs> awkward clunky classes and you know to kind of get just teaching is a very different skill than practicing yoga yes which seems like duh but I don't know I guess I just didn't realize I was like oh I can do a cool yoga class like that'd be easy and it's like oh no girl no (laughs) uh it's a lot harder and there's just a lot more that goes into it and it's a skill just like anything else that needs to be practiced like you need to practice teaching just like you need to practice yoga so Yes, I agree. And I want to dive a little bit more into that. Like there's two ways that I want to go with this. So you had mentioned before doing your yoga teacher training, like you wanted to come out with it teaching, but it was a deeper, you go so deep into the, your own body and your own mind and the connection between the two. How was your experience with your uh, teacher training I remember crying like every single weekend I was like what is I just want to teach what is happening here <laughs> oh my gosh absolutely like you know we there were so many tears there <laughs> in a good way though like yeah it's transformative like anything that changes you <laughs> is gonna be hard to go through you, you know nothing nothing's easy you can't find a deeper level of yourself an easy way you know mm-hmm. or 
if anyone can find one, let me know. But I just like, don't think it exists. And so, yeah, I mean, it was when we're going deep into like the yamas and the niyamas and I'm just reflecting on my life and like my outlook. And I'm like, girl, you have to make some changes. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. if you want to follow this path, which I believe is beautiful and I believe would just in general make the world a better place. It's like, it just kind of puts you in check and kind of puts a magnifying glass on some of the things you do or, you know, the way you think or things that you hold against other people or hold against yourself. And, and so that's, that was a really deep thing I know for me, but then also, you know, when you're learning anything new, it's very vulnerable to become a teacher of anything, you know, you, it's very vulnerable. And that was something where I I guess I wasn't expecting that. And when, my teaching, you know, I'd have an opportunity to teach and it kind of sucked. And I was like, why do I suck at this? Like, I love this. Why am I so bad at this thing? I want to be so good at. And why is this so hard? And I just wanted it to be easy. And I wanted to be a wonderful yoga teacher from day one. And that's just not going to happen for again, like, that's just not a realistic goal is to compare yourself to people who've been teaching for years. And And again, then it's like, why am I comparing myself? Like, so you just go down this rabbit hole of like deep self reflection and self discovery and self doubt. And, you know, you try to shift things in your mind and you're like, well, I need to keep doing this, even though I'm so scared to keep showing up and doing it. You got to push through that fire and you've got to, you know, push through that fear and just go for it. And again, it's a practice just like anything else. The more you do it, I don't want to say necessarily like the easier it gets, mm-hmm. you just, be, you become more comfortable. Yeah. You're not, you become not quite as hard on yourself. Um, you become a little bit more forgiving, you know, to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and it's still, I mean, I still to this day get nervous before teaching at times like that's, yeah. And I think that's a good thing. And it shows again, that, that it's something I genuinely care about. Yes. If I didn't care, I I wouldn't care. You know, then it's like, Oh, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not whatever nervous to do that, but I do care. I want all of my students to, you know, have a good experience when Mm -hmm. I'm with them and, and I care for them and I want them to go on this journey and I want to open their eyes the way that I've had my eyes open. And yeah, it's, it's a wild, it's wild in a good way. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's very transformative and yes. Oh yeah. There were tears for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, I remember. And it, same thing. It was so good. But I'd be like, oh, my God, like, I didn't know there were so many tears inside of me and that I would cry so much. But right. So good. And for me, like when I went into teacher training, my whole goal to come out of it was like, I literally want to teach on the beach. I don't care how it <laughs> happened. I'm teaching on a beach somewhere. Yeah. And as you're going through it, you're like, oh, there's so many deep things going on down here. And it was mm-hmm. amazing. At some point, it is my hope that everyone goes through a yoga teacher training for the strict yeah. fact of just becoming more aware of their own body and mind connection. I think it's so powerful. Even if you don't want to teach, to go through a teacher training is incredible. A lot of people I have experienced or have spoken with who have said the same thing. Like they're like, I don't really want to teach. I just wanted to get this deeper experience. And I completely agree. I think there is nothing better than like investing in yourself and learning Mm -hmm. to connect with yourself. Like your, your mind and your body is your home while you are here on earth. Like get to know yourself, get (laughs) to know deeper, like become that deep, positive, best version of yourself. And yoga teacher training is a very good way to get there. Yes. Um, very transformative and it's it's a form of self-help you know self-development and yeah that's I love that you want yeah everyone should I mean if you want to know yourself on a deeper level yoga teacher training is a really great way to get there yeah yes so just because I feel like we're kind of at the same level as I, I got certified wait what year is it? 2017. Mm-hmm. So we're quite close to like yeah. teacher training and teaching just for fun. Do you have any good, like first teaching classes and like, Oh my God, how did this go? <laughs> this was like either a shit show or like, it was so good. Just like a fun story to share. Hmm. Let me think. Like I remember like, the biggest thing that comes to mind when you say that is like, 
I get so like, especially in the beginning, I was getting so nervous to teach any class. Like, oh my goodness. Like, are people going to show up? Are people going to like it? Are they going to like my sequence? Like, am I going to get my words right? Am I going to mess my Sanskrit up? Like all these million thoughts are going through (laughs) your head. But the beautiful thing about it is once you get started, you, it almost becomes like out of body. Mm -hmm. Like, you start connecting and seeing the bodies moving. You see the the breath coming and going, you know, with each student and you just start flowing with it and mm-hmm. it becomes a much more natural, less forced experience. And that was, and that is something that I tell myself, you know, even now before I teach, I'm just like, you know what you're doing, you know what you're saying, learning to trust yourself, and knowing like you've prepared for this, you know, it's not like I just go to classes and wing them. Like I try to prepare ahead of time. Like, you know, what kind of message do I want to get across to my students today and what sort of, you know, poses and how am I going to connect the two? So I have an idea of what I'm doing, but once you get there, instead of this worrying and this nervous energy, it starts to just come into a more natural flow. And, and that has been a really cool experience. And that was even when I was, in my early teaching days, it was like that nervous, nervous. And even just those first couple of poses, I'm still kind of nervous, but then we start moving, we start breathing, we start getting in the sink. And that's a really, that's a really cool experience. Yeah. And you can't, you can't tell someone about it and completely get it. You have to experience it yourself. Absolutely. But you have to be willing to put yourself in that <laughs> position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, and it, and I always say to people too, who, haven't taught yet and they want to teach it's like you literally cannot do this with a better group of people generally yogis are so nice if Mm -hmm. they're there they're usually they're there for a reason Mm -hmm. um they're they're just more compassionate in my mind I personally and if this has happened to anyone please let me know because I'd be so interested in talking to you but I've never heard of anyone going teaching and class and going that was the fucking worst thing in my entire life. You <laughs> suck as a teacher. Like, right. I've never heard of it. Like, yeah. That's not to say some people might not like your vibe or they might not enjoy the class so much, especially if you're subbing for someone and they're very you used to like, someone else's style. Like, right. And you come in mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, we're going to switch it up a little bit and do more of a power or more of a restorative. And they're used to the opposite. They may not love your class, but they're not going to like, be out for blood afterwards. Right. There, I think it was Jason Crandall said something along the lines of like, any yoga is good yoga. And I'm, this is not quoted by him, but it was something along the lines or like, this at least is my takeaway. Like any yoga is good yoga. So if you are there, like as a teacher, you're just facilitating them going through the yoga sequence of any sort and any yoga is good yoga. Yeah. And so, you know, for those people, and like, I know for me, like my, as my practices shifted and transformed, like I started very power yoga. Like I wanted a workout. Like I just wanted my butt kicked. Like <laughs> I wanted to be, I wanted it to be hard. You know, I'm doing as many chaturangas as like, yeah, bring it on. And like, I wanted that, mm-hmm. but And I probably would have been that student that's like restorative. Ew, no, I don't, what a waste of time. But then actually teacher training was the transformation for me where I slowed way down. And that is when I started really valuing that slower pace, learning to really feel the essence of the pose, which you don't get quite the same when you're flowing one pose to the next so quickly. Mm -hmm. And it really kind of, again, yoga is a bunch of eye-opening moments. Like it just opened my eyes. Like it is very powerful and very good to slow down sometimes Mm -hmm. and learn to rest and learn to find stillness in your physical body. You know, I can tell when I have a newer student sometimes when they are like very fidgety during Shavasana and I'm like, they need this, you know, it's hard. Sometimes stillness is the hardest part is learning to just turn off the body. And, but it's, again, it's a skill that if you practice it, you be, you're able to sink in a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper each time. And so I really love that. And that sort of is just reassuring to any, you know, newer yoga teachers. It's like, you're just leading them through the yoga. And the fact that they're showing up and doing it means they're going to leave with a good experience and 
a benefit from having done the yoga. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I love everything that you were saying. Um, just because I want to be so mindful of your time and you're doing so many cool things online, I want to talk about your Instagram tutorials. <laughs> How did that, you, you had mentioned it, you wanted to give people a chance to kind of break down the stigma and know that they could do these poses without necessarily being an advanced yogi. But how did this kind of start from start to finish for you? Yeah. So I kind of stumbled into it. So previously um, I was posting just like my random yoga flows. Like you see a lot of yogis do on Instagram, you know, just I'd prop my phone up. I would film my practice. I would speed it up. I'd put a song on it and I'd post it with like a positive quote or something like that. And so I did a couple like that and they got, you know, a little bit of engagement, you know, not, not, nothing bad. Um, but I, I'm trying to even think like one day I was just like, I'm going to just label, I'm going to do a real time flow and I'm going to just label the poses and I'll have like an, I'll ask them to follow along. And I got way more engagement on that than normal. And I was like, all right, people like this. They're like, okay, I can actually do this. And so then I was like, okay, cool. You know, it kind of came from the feedback on each post. Like, okay, what are people responding to? What are people not really responding to? And, you know, if people have questions or, or I would say like, you know, they'd say, Hey, love this. I'm going to practice this. And I'd say, awesome. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Are there any other, you know, poses you'd like to see or sequences you'd like to see? And then sometimes they would respond back and say like, oh yeah, you know, I get really confused by pigeon pose. I'd say, okay. Yeah. So then the next day I would make a little tutorial on pigeon pose. Hey, don't do this on, you know, don't do this and then do this instead or whatever, you know, kind of tutorial type thing. <laughs> and so then again, from there, people are like, oh my gosh, this is so helpful. I never knew you could do that. And so again, I was like, you never knew you could do that. Oh, I know what it was. It was forward folds. And I was like, if you can't touch your toes, just bend your knees. Yeah. And people were like, wait, what? I can bend my knees? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like to me, that was so obvious. But to mm -hmm. a lot of people who did not know, they were like, oh, I thought you had to, or I thought, you know, you had to keep the legs straight. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. Like you can definitely bend your knees. So then they just started like, again, I was posting one every day and it just kind of like each one would kind of give me an idea or I'd have a couple ideas and I would, I'd post some different things or like, um, there was one video in particular that in the very beginning kind of went viral for me. Um, you know, again, back when I was just starting and it was just a yoga at your desk and oh. I was like, do you sit at your desk all day? And I made a funny face in the intro to the video, like Meh, sitting at my desk all day, like sad <laughs> face. And that video, yeah, kind of for me at the time just went viral, got so many views, got so many shares, like on these bigger Instagram pages. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've always followed these pages. I can't even believe like my videos on there. What? Like that was crazy to me. And, and then kind of that silliness, like people were like, okay, A, I can actually do these. Like I do sit at my desk all day. Like I need to do these poses, but also like this chick's kind of funny. Like this is silly, you know? And so that's where I started forming. And like, that's where I sort of found my niche of like, I'm going to make beginner yoga stuff. Like I can't even do some of that crazy stuff that I see people doing. Like I can't do handstand. Like I can't, I'm not very good at back bends or hollow backs or like these beautiful things that you see. Like I, my body just doesn't do that. Not yet. Maybe someday, but <laughs> no. so I'm like, let, what, what do I know? You know? Okay. I know yoga alignment from my teacher training. I know the fundamentals. Like I know basic um, yoga sequences because I teach them and I do them because I practice at home a lot. So I'm just going to start putting out the stuff that I know, basic stuff that people can follow along with. And that just started snowballing. And that's, that's been sort of my technique and my method, you know, up until today. And it's been almost a year since I started this journey um, of creating these tutorials. And I just decided like, that's what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to be the yoga, the beginner yoga tutorial girl. And if someone wants to start yoga, like they're in the right place. If they're find their way onto my page, like that's what I'm here to help. And 
encourage people and share modifications. Like not just the, like I said, not just the crazy hard stuff, but you know, Hey, if you can't touch your toes, no worries. Here's where you start. Here's what you do. Use a strap here. Use your blocks here. Like there's ways to modify everything. And sometimes breaking that down and saying like, okay, I can't do, you know, a full wheel pose yet, but what can I do? Okay. Try bridge, try doing chaturangas to build some strength in the arms. Like, you know, try these shoulder openers to help so you can get your arms up overhead. Like, let me show you what the steps to get there and then keep practicing those and you'll get there. Yes. So you had mentioned at the very start that once you found your, your niche or your thing, things just started happening and opening for you. Mm-hmm. Was that, was that the moment when you decided, okay, I'm going to be the girl people come to for beginner tutorials. And is that when everything started opening for you and when you decided to make this a business as opposed to just a passion of yours? Yeah. So like what, I mean, it, I tried to sort of build this and do this while I was working full time. I was like teaching one day a week and like, it was just a lot to balance. Like I'd get home from the end of the day and I'd need to like film videos and like edit videos and all this stuff. And I was just like burned out and tired. Like at the end of the day, I was like, Oh, I just, and it just wasn't growing fast enough. Like it was growing, but it wasn't, I just wanted so much more. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was like, okay, how, you know, it's not really growing while I'm trying to juggle both things. And I really believed there was some potential behind what I had to offer. So I kind of made this decision. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save up enough money for about a year, maybe a year and a half. Like if I cut my expenses way low, what, how much do I need? Mm-hmm. And so this was again, like a few years ago. So like just, okay, I need this much money. So I saved that much money. Um, I kind of just got things in place and then I decided to quit my job. And I was like, if I, the worst thing that happens is I can't build a yoga business. Like no one really likes my tutorials, nothing. There's no momentum coming behind it. I spend all my savings and I end up with, you know, no money in the bank anymore. And now what, you know, the bills need to be paid. I go back to my job then. That's what I kind of was like, you know what, if it doesn't work out, you can always go back to your job or find another job. You know, I have, you know, I worked for seven years, you know, I graduated college. Like I, I had experience. So it wasn't like if, if everything just fell apart, I knew that I could get it, you know, and I, I was a bartender and server in college too. And like, that was such a great way to make money. So I'm like, if I ever get in a pinch, I can try to get a serving job, you know, and do that. I'll be teaching yoga too. You know, I'll try to teach more yoga classes, make some money that way. Um, and if, like I said, if it all kind of falls to nothing, then it falls to nothing. So I decided to just dive in head first. Um, I don't think it's smart for people to just on a whim be like, I'm quitting my job and doing this. And it's like, I do not, you know, if that's your style, go for it. But that was not my style. I'm not that risky. Um, but I knew that I needed to devote full attention to it if I wanted it to grow the way I wanted it to grow and stop feeling frustrated. And so, yeah, that when I made that decision, when I quit my job and when I started focusing on teaching yoga online via Instagram tutorials, things started to grow a lot faster. I had much more energy. It felt much more genuine. Like I, I didn't feel stressed out or drained by it. Like it was this, this chore I needed to, but I wanted to do it. I wanted to make these videos. I wanted to interact with people and talk to them. And then from there, I just, I believe like, you know, I put myself out there. Like I'm an online yoga teacher. Hello world. I'm an online yoga teacher. Like that attracts people. And when, you know, so people aren't seeing me like, Oh, she works full time. She's doing this. She's kind of doing that. She's sort of trying to be this. Like, no, it was like, I'm an online yoga teacher. And so again, people are attracted to that. And then they're much more willing to say like, Hey, do you want to partner with me on this? Or, Hey, would you want to do this? Or, Hey, you know, like I said, I got a DM from, you know, these, my app developers breakthrough apps and they were like, Hey girl, love these videos that you're making. Have you ever considered making an app? And I was like, that sounds amazing. I would love to Mm -hmm. like, at least let's have this conversation conversation and see if that makes sense. And so again, that, that opportunity, I don't think would have happened had I not devoted my time and energy to creating all that content. 
ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? They could see like, she's consistently posting. She makes these videos like they're fun. She seems cool. Like, you know, she actually knows what she's talking about. That, that wouldn't have been the case if I continued kind of trying to do it all at once. It, it seemed like at least again for me. I love that. Um, so you do these videos just because I want to give perspective to people who maybe they're like, yes, Mary, you are exactly what I want to do. Maybe I too want to be an online teacher or maybe, you know, I want to just post things on Instagram that resonate with people. How much time did you dedicate to creating these tutorials and then learning how to grow it as well on Instagram? So <laughs> this might not be the most popular answer, but it takes a lot of time, yes. like hours and hours. It takes time to film your content. It takes time to edit your content. It takes time to write up thoughtful captions for your posts, you know, cause they're, if you look at my posts, they're like paragraphs, they're like small blog posts. Yeah. We're talking hours here, not just like a quick, Oh, let me post a selfie with an emoji for the caption. Like that takes about two seconds, but posting a tutorial that's like thought out, edited with, you know, quite a bit of valuable information there. I mean, we're talking hours. Then as it starts to grow, you start getting more and more comments. You start getting more and more direct messages, which is awesome. Like mm -hmm. I freaking love it, but I want to be active there. I mean, again, there are times where I've spent hours on my phone responding to comments, responding to DMs, you know, people will say like, I don't know where to start. Where should I start? Oh, here, let me tag you in a couple of my other posts. Scroll down tag, you know, mm -hmm. that all takes time. Mm -hmm. And I try to do it as much as I can, um, as quickly as I can. So it definitely takes a lot of work. Okay. Pause. The person who's working full time is like, well, now what? Like, <laughs> there's no way I can do that. I work full time. I have kids. I have to, you know, a lifestyle, a husband or wife or whatever. Like, I can't do that. So here's where you start. You figure out how much can you do realistically. You know, so I, again, I quit my job. This was my job to post every single day. If that's not realistic for you, that's okay. Find out what is realistic for you. What can you commit to? So maybe instead of posting seven days a week, like I was, maybe you start by posting consistently two or three times a week, you know, or four times if you can swing it and, and kind of break up. Maybe you do bunch filming at one time and then, you know, you write your captions another day and then you edit them, you know, you do it in pieces versus me doing it all in one sitting. So there's definitely ways to do it and still continue to grow. Um, but there's definitely a benefit of consistency of knowing that you're regularly showing up and those people are going to then regularly show up for you. If you, if you stick with it and stay consistent and it doesn't happen overnight, it's very easy to see someone's page and be like, Oh my gosh, like they have a hundred thousand followers or they have 50,000 followers. Like how did this I'll never get there. I have, you know, a couple hundred or whatever. Don't get discouraged. Like it, that growth takes time and energy and consistency to show up and, and grow. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, it, you'll have your peaks and you'll have your valleys. You know, there's some days where I was like, oh my gosh, a thousand followers one day. What? Like, that's insane. And then there'd be other days where I'd be like, oh, three followers in one day. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Three more people. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you just, you, the numbers are important, but they're not everything, mm -hmm. you know? And so again, what is your goal? And that's, you know, that's a big thing too. What is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Are you just trying to get followers? Why? Like, what's the point of that? You know, what are you ultimately trying to do for me? I'm trying to connect with as many people to teach them yoga and to get them started showing them easy ways for them to do that. And so it is important for my audience to grow, but it's also important for me to cultivate and maintain those people that are already there. So that's where, that's why I spend so much time responding to comments and DMs because I don't, it's not just a numbers game for me. Yes, that's an important factor, of course, but I want to genuinely help these people. Mm -hmm. And you can't just help someone with one tutorial. You help them when they keep showing up and you keep helping them break through their barriers that they're, that they're facing. And 
in my opinion, you know, people are much more willing to do that when they see like, oh, you're a real person and you actually care and you're actually showing up to help me, little me and wherever in the world, like that's my goal. Like I want to be helping these people and do it on a one-on-one basis as much as I can. You know, again, I'm one person too. So it's, as I've gotten bigger, I've slowed down a bit on how quickly I can respond to everything, but it's a huge priority to me. So I think that's another big piece that if anyone is like, I want to grow my Instagram is doing that reflection and saying, you know, why, like, what are, what exactly are you trying to grow it for? And then figure out like, okay, how can you best serve that purpose through social media? Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. It's okay. Good. I think we're, we're so conditioned being in this world, especially, you know, we have an international base here. I, I believe the last time I checked, we are as far as Singapore with this podcast, but at least nice. in North America, it's like, we want results and we want them yesterday. Like we want okay. them tomorrow. We're not willing to put in, the, we say we're willing to put in the time, but yeah, like once you hit, like, you know, maybe you hit a roadblock or maybe you're like, man, like for whatever reason, this video isn't doing well, or I posted this retreat and you know, I didn't fill it up in 24 hours and it, you can be really hard on yourself. But I think it's just nice to hear from someone like you who has an incredible following. Uh, your Instagram account is huge, but I've also noticed on your account, you have very dedicated people who consistently comment and go to you. Mm-hmm. And those are the people you want. You want, yeah. what's the saying? Like a thousand followers or a thousand fans is better than a million yeah yeah it's it's, um there's an article by kevin kelly that's called a thousand true fans Mm -hmm. and that's highly recommend anyone to read that (laughs) if they're trying to build their own business and ultimately the the you know big uh takeaway from that article is that yeah you don't need a million followers to be successful if they don't really care what you're doing or what you have to say It's so much better to have, you know, in his case, he says like a thousand true fans, but even if it's one true fan or a hundred true fans, like it's so much better to have these true loyal followers or, or people, students, you know, I kind of consider them like my students, um, instead of this, like I say, this numbers game of like, well, how high can I get my follower count? Like, of course I want to reach as many people as I can, but I love my people that I've got. Like I love them so much. And I love these relationships that I'm building with people that I never, ever would have connected with if it wasn't for Instagram. And I'm just so, I'm so thankful. And I just, I pinch myself sometimes when I think like we have this at our fingertips, you know, Mm -hmm. you and I never would have connected. Chances are never would have connected (laughs) if it wasn't for Instagram. Like Mm -hmm. how beautiful is that? And I can say that for a lot of people, like I have so many ongoing messages in my DMS that I am just like, these are my people and they're sharing their progress and they're sharing, you know, their wins with me. And I literally do happy dances sometimes like at home because I'm like, yes, like it makes me so happy to see people making these breakthroughs. And again, that's at the end of the day, like that's what lights me up. That's what makes me so happy. And that's, that doesn't matter again, if I have a million followers or a hundred thousand followers or 1000 followers, it's like knowing that you're actually making a difference in people's lives is a powerful thing. Yeah. And it's, it's very, it gives life purpose, which is so good. Yeah. So good. I love it. So what is, what, what is in the future for you? What are you hoping um, to come from this app? What are you hoping to do going forward? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I don't plan on leaving Instagram anytime soon. <laughs> I'm loving the Instagram world. I just think it's such a beautiful platform. And like I said, it's, it's filled with so much light and positivity. Um, if you choose, you know, the good people to follow and good content to create. Um, but the big, the big thing I'm working on now is kind of taking that to the next level. So I have my, you know, my tons and tons of tutorials on Instagram, but I want something, a tool for people that can really follow along with a full class and really start to infuse yoga into their life. Because it's one of those things that you can't just do once. And now it's like done, you're fixed, you're mindful, you're present. It's like, no, 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 no. You need to make it a part of your life. It needs to become a regular consistent thing. And so I wanted to give people the tools to do that. And I know for me, 
I had a very busy life. I wasn't always able to make it to a studio class or carve out, you know, an hour or an hour and, you know, a half to, to practice yoga. Sometimes it was just five minutes. Sometimes it was 10, 15, you know, whatever, half hour. Um, and so I have partnered with these app guys and we've created an app, um, that we are working on and it has classes for people and they range from times, you know, right now the shortest class is five minutes. They range up to 20 minutes and soon here we're going to be launching a ton more classes on there that will be the longest one. I think we have is about 35 minutes. So they're, and they're good for your everyday life. It's morning yoga. It's evening yoga. It's, you know, yoga to boost your mood. It's to increase flexibility. There's slow flows. There's power flows. Like if you're craving a little extra strength, like I have some ab workouts on there or will be having them soon. Um, and so that is our big thing. And again, we're, we're very excited about it. Um, it's called the Mary Ashner yoga app right now. We just had it for Apple, but we are coming out with an Android version very, very soon. Um, and I'll be announcing more on that on my Instagram and yeah, it's just, and we have, so again, there's lots of free content on there. So if someone just wants to check it out, you know, no commitment. You can just download it and try out some of these free classes just to see if you like the vibe, see if you like the style. Um, but again, my goal is to just get as many people practicing yoga as much as possible and making it very accessible, you know, making it so it fits into your day. Um, and also just kind of like raising your mood and making life a little bit more happy and kind of reminding you about the things that are most important. And so another really cool feature on the app is uh, the positive vibes. And so every day you'll get a positive vibe on your phone. And it's just like a quote that I either found, you know, somewhere that really inspired me and really resonated with me or some that I've written myself just to keep, you know, we have, we all have good days. We all have bad days. And mm -hmm. sometimes like I've literally looked at my phone on like a day that I'm just feeling down in the dumps and I'm like, I needed this. Like mm -hmm. I needed this reminder that like life is good and things are good and you know, every day is beautiful if you choose to see the beauty and it's so that's a really cool feature too, as well as the ability to like track your journey. Um, cool. so we have, so you have a personal profile on there and again, this is, you know, completely free. Um, and you have your personal profile so you can see how many classes you've done. You can see how many minutes you've completed and how many sessions you've done. And it also tracks like how many days you've done in a row. So I think it's kind of like having a little yoga teacher in your pocket. Like it's yeah. just an easy way that if you're like, Hey, I have five minutes, like I'm going to do a quick little five minute flow, you know, just to sort of stretch the body and, you know, relax the mind. And so it's really handy and I'm, I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy, um, to see people using it and to see it like just really changing people's lives. Amazing. Yeah. If anyone is like driving or you're walking and you're like, I don't have a pen and I need to know about this app. I will link everything um, that you're saying in the show notes so they can connect with you that way. And like this has been so much fun this has been such a good conversation I'm so stoked to see what you come out with um I I definitely gonna check out this app now I love your tutorials online they're so <laughs> helpful and it's true like you have such a fun personality and it really comes out in your tutorials I love some of the like pauses that you do on your face and you're like eh. <laughs> like I know exactly Thank which you. one you're talking about with the, the desk one it's a it's a perfect uh, it's a perfect um cover for it so where can everyone go find you pimp yourself out let everyone know where they can connect with you absolutely so the best way to connect with me is on instagram my name is at mary ashner so it's m-a-r-y O-C-H-S-N-E-R. And I have tons of tutorials there. If you do check it out, especially if you're listening to this podcast, just shoot me a comment or a DM letting me know you listen to it because I would love to chat with you. And of course, I'm an open book. So if you have any questions or anything about yoga or this podcast, anything that we mentioned, I mean, please, please send me a message. Like I said, I respond to almost every single one, unless you're a creepy guy that's like <laughs> trying to be weird. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, no, but I respond to like literally almost like probably 98% of my messages. Um, I just love talking to you guys and I love, you know, helping you get started in yoga. Um, Instagram is definitely the best way to get a hold of me. And then, yeah, for the app, if you just go to the Apple app store and search Mary Yoga, my app will pop up. 
Um, so it's Mary Ashner Yoga in the App Store. And again, coming soon for Android. So stay tuned for more <laughs> info on that. And yeah, those are just the two. They're really great resources for anyone who just wants to do a little bit more yoga or get started in yoga. Um, and again, I'm happy to help. So always happy to answer questions or, you know, just have a combo or, I mean, I could talk about yoga all day long. So. <laughs> right. I <Bring> know. <laughs> like, oh, we only have an hour. Like this could keep going. <laughs> For sure. Thank you so much, Mary. And uh, I'll send everybody your way. Thank you to my guest, Mary, for being on the show. If you loved this episode, I would love, love, love if you shared it with a friend, a neighbor, or a loved one. Don't forget to rate it and leave a review. This does help us grow the podcast and share these incredibly inspiring stories of yoga around the world. It also makes my day to read them. I love seeing the reviews that you have left. I will leave links to connect with myself and Mary in the show notes. And with that, I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week. Namaste.